It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. After you finish listening to today's episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast, make sure you check out the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast all year round, so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I'm David Harrison. He is Chris Russell. We are your hosts of this show welcome to our new listeners our returning listeners if you haven't already please subscribe or follow the podcast leave a rating leave a review it'll help other fans of the team find us just like you did when you can't find us here you can find chris over the team 980 with pete medhurst 3 7 p.m eastern time monday through friday and you can find them on the odyssey app as well as this podcast you can also find chris covering the washington football team and writing for si.com and on twitter at russellmania 621 you can find me on twitter at dharrison82 find the show at locked wft pod and Chris, we're going to end this week, our final short week. We've got five episodes coming next week, uh, and we're and the, the same stories seem to circulate from time to time. We're going to end this week with the uh, the main story of the last, I don't know, 18 months or so, really, uh, and that is COVID-19. Yeah, so, uh, boy, this is a, such a tangled web. Um, so this is reporting by Rob Maddy of the Associated Press on uh, Thursday evening, David. Um, and this was as of, I guess, sometime Thursday afternoon. But according to Rob Maddy of the Associated Press, longtime uh, veteran newspaper reporter uh, or news reporter, I should say, 
the Washington football team, the Arizona Cardinals, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Los Angeles Chargers are four teams. Uh, the way it's worded, I, I would assume t- this to mean the only four teams, uh, but it doesn't exactly say that, but four teams that remain under under the 50% vaccination rate for COVID-19 as of today, meaning Thursday, uh, according to a source that Maddie has that's familiar with the NFL vaccination rates. Uh, He goes on to say Pittsburgh, Miami, Carolina, and Denver have the highest rates of vaccination and are among seven teams with at least 85% vaccinated. Uh, Now, before we get into I guess the numbers and, and, and where the Washington football team is at, we should point out that there are many, many, many different provisions and rules for teams that achieve the 85% vaccination rate as an organization. And, and, and this is not uh, staff and coaches. This is just players. Uh, staff and organization members all have to be vaccinated. There is no choice. Um, so this is just players. So, There are many benefits, team functions, meetings, non-wearing masks, uh, being able to have dinner out of the team hotel, so on and so forth, um, that if you are vaccinated or if you are a team that has 85% or more higher vaccination rate, David, you are allowed to do the things that NFL teams were allowed to do, quite honestly, before the 2020 season. So um, I guess with what that information brings, Ron Rivera had said before the summer break that the team was less than 50% in terms of vaccination rate, but that he wasn't that worried. I guess I would ask you, with the, with the realization that we're still at a less than 50% vaccination rate and apparently only one of four teams in a 32-team league, is that concerning in any way? I mean, it's got to be concerning, at least to to a strategic standpoint, right? And that's where uh, this whole thing kind of gets a little bit messy. And, and, you know, at at the end of the day, when you're talking about millionaires, you know, and and not all of these football players are millionaires, uh, but you're talking about young guys who are are making a lot of money. You you saw the opt-outs last year. There are a lot of players who said, you know, I've got enough stored or enough in investments or enough other business ventures bringing me income uh, that I can survive not playing a year, not getting a year of an NFL paycheck. Uh, in order to to do what I think is best for me and my family. And now you have players who, again, are faced with making a decision that is that is not as easy for others and, and very easy for some, you know, and and that's that's kind of the thing about human nature is that we all see things through our lens right? we, we see things through our foxhole. And, uh, you know, Chris, I don't know specifically your entire background, like from childhood and and on up, but I can tell you my childhood and on up is is military. It's 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 all military. I was born into an army family. My father was in the army uh, until I was right about to enter high school, and those you know four four or so years that I was uh, in high school are the only four or so years until I retired myself that I spent outside of the military because I joined the army at seventeen. So from then on, it was again military. Now, what that brings is a lot of different experiences. I've seen a lot of different countries, different cultures, met a lot of different people from different backgrounds. And I've also seen a lot of different societies. I've, I've lived and operated uh, surrounded by genocide. I've lived and surrounded, operated uh, surrounded by terrorists and, and by other you know, factions of people and, and other human beings. I've protected politicians that 
you know, maybe didn't necessarily, uh, you know, fit in line with my political views or beliefs. And, I, and I've protected them, uh, you know, and, and been willing to, I've never had to do it, you know, thankfully, but been willing to potentially put my life on the line to protect their life uh, because of the importance that they bring to this country. And it's, it's given me anyway, uh, an, an appreciation for just how different everybody can view the exact same information, the exact same situation. Doesn't mean I agree with everybody, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm not necessarily going to go on record and say, well, you know, if uh, I don't know, Ryan Fitzpatrick were to come out and say that he is or isn't vaccinated for whatever reasons that he is or isn't that I necessarily agree or disagree with them, because that's kind of the the nuance of this thing is we have our opinions, we have our values, we have our beliefs, and other people are going to have those same things. But from a strategic standpoint for the team, you have to be worried a little bit about the low number because like you said, some of these provisions, you know, uh, if you're a vaccinated team member who's been around somebody who tested positive, you don't necessarily have to go into quarantine for as long as a person who isn't vaccinated. So, I mean, those things are concerning when you're trying to put together a championship. But at the end of the day, and Chris, you've been around this game longer than I have, so you know as well as I do, some of these some of these guys, they don't value winning championships. They don't value playing football even for a season or two seasons if they have to, especially they're younger guys sometimes, as much as they value things like making these types of decisions or even you know we saw trent williams hold out because he just didn't want to play for the organization anymore so it whether it's whether it's a virus whether it's a vaccine whether it's you know moral beliefs whether it's coaching relationships these guys are in positions because of the money that they potentially have saved have you know in reserve to make decisions like these for themselves if they want to knowing the risks and they don't always jive with the risks that other people are willing to take but that's you know, it, it's kind of it, it, there's a double edged sword to every societal structure you're going to interact with. And of all the societies I've, I've lived and been around, one that allows its people to think for themselves and make decisions for themselves, even with the dark side of that. And there is a dark side to that. But even with the dark sides of that, from my experiences, is still the best way to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I don't want to make this overly too political. Um, you, you know, I would just say that I'm disappointed by these results uh, because, you know, purely from a football context, David, never mind some of the things that you just talked about, but purely from a football context, uh, it is very likely possible. It is very, uh, however you want to label it, that, you know, uh, a player, maybe more players, maybe many players, might be affected and might not be able to participate in practice or games. Um, and it might be early in the season. It might be late in the season. Who knows? Uh, you know, players that aren't vaccinated, period, are not going to be treated the same as players that are vaccinated, period. Uh, and right. the NFL is not going to cancel games if 20 players uh, come up in the testing protocol or the testing program. So something to keep in mind. Um, you know, as we talk about it from an NFL context, the NFL is going to be very, very strict uh, about this this year. All right. When we return here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast, did Brandon Scherf get a long term contract extension or did he not? And who joined him on that side of the fence? We'll answer that next right here with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. And we'll do so thanks in part to our friends over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, basketball, hockey when it gets set to return, UFC, MMA, PGA action, 
ongoing before the next contest, go to betonline.ag, sign up, check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through their playoffs or into their playoffs. Head to the website again, betonline.ag, sign up, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast along with David Harrison at D Harrison 82. I'm Chris Russell at WrestleMania 621. Again, we'll go back to five days a week and five episodes a week starting next week. So uh, we will continue to get you ready for training camp. David, one big story also from Thursday was that Brandon Sheriff, as expected, did not come to terms on a long-term contract with the Washington football team. So he'll play out this year at just over $18 million under the second franchise tag. We've talked about this the last couple of episodes. There's really no surprise here. There was no expectations that uh, the sides were going to meet. We don't know how far apart they are, but I can't imagine they are super, super close. That being said, neither here nor there. It's official. It's done. Whether they were close or not, doesn't matter at this point. Uh, but he wasn't the only one. Uh, Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears, Marcus May of the New York Jets, Cam Robinson, uh, the left tackle of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Chris Godwin, uh, of course, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, and Marcus Williams, the Saints safety, all not reaching agreements, all uh, going to play out on the franchise tag. Taylor Moten, uh, a tackle with the Carolina Panthers, did reach a long-term extension. So that's good for him. Of course, earlier in the offseason, Dak Prescott, and one or two others did as well. My question or my thing about this would be, unless I'm missing something, Robinson May, the other Robinson, Cam, uh, Godwin, uh, Marcus Williams, they're all playing on the first franchise tag. There's a huge difference between playing on one franchise tag and playing on two franchise tags. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it stands to reason that you know uh, the reports were specifically for Allen Robinson. The reports were that he was asking for twenty million dollars a year in a contract extension, um, depending on the inflation, depending on on what happens during you know the season and the course of resignings. The Chicago Bears could theoretically franchise tag Allen Robinson again and maybe pay him either at that number or less than that number for a second year under the franchise tag. So it absolutely makes a difference. Whereas Brandon Scherf, you know, this is this isn't his first trip uh, around the franchise tag globe. So. Like, like we've kind of been talking about, the the fact that they did not get a contract extension put in place pretty much signals the end of, you know, Brandon Scherf's playing time in Washington at the end of the season. And 
again, things could change. You know, maybe there's there's a, a great love, you know, uh, that strikes up during the season between the player, the coaches, you know, whatever. Um, but I mean, the writing seems to be on the wall, and more times than not, just going through NFL history in these situations, this winds up with that player moving and and who knows maybe sam cosme gets bulked up and moves inside or they pull you know uh, an early draft pick next year or they go out and trade or sign another veteran player but i i would expect brandon scherf uh, to not be back meanwhile guys like you know again chris godwin Allen robinson uh, i mean we've already talked on the locked on bucks podcast about the potential that the buccaneers could choose to franchise tag chris godwin again everybody involved would rather see an extension done in a long-term contract but if push comes to shove and the team needs to, they have that you know ability in their back pocket. And then Allen Robinson, I mean, all I can say about that is if I'm the Chicago, if you're the Chicago Bears, I don't know why you're not paying this man because you don't deserve a wide receiver to be quite honest with you. Uh, the caliber of Allen Robinson when you have Justin Fields, I mean, you you need to have that type of a rapport. And uh, maybe they think they have some weapons on their on their roster, but this isn't locked on Bears, so uh, we'll move on to Washington, Brandon Scherf. But I, I think this signals the end of his time with Washington. Yeah, I mean, I do too. Uh, we've discussed this again, unless there's some sort of situation unexpectedly, you know, I mean, it's possible that he could miss 14 out of 17 games and that lowers his cost. I don't know. Uh, maybe that happens, but it's very likely the last year uh, for Brandon Sheriff. But um, it could be, you know, a win at all costs type of year. And that's how Ron Rivera is kind of uh, looking at that. All right. Uh, moving on here on the uh, LOWFT podcast, the final one of the week, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. Uh, so, David, we, we were talking about this earlier, obviously, on the last episode. Um, where we found out that Warriors officially was not going to be the nickname, the moniker moving forward of the Washington football team. Uh, And that was not a surprise to me. It should never have been. However, it was a favorite of Dan Snyder's, at least as of one point, and I believe still is. And now we've come to find out that President Jason Wright has admitted that Warriors was his personal favorite. He did it with J.P. Finley of NBC4, 106.7 The Fan, and NBC Sports Washington. And I would tell you this, uh, Jason is not blowing smoke because, um, uh, you know, I was told the same thing on Monday uh, in a conversation with the president of the Washington football team uh, as well. However, uh, I thought that was... Uh, based on on the parameters of the conversation, I thought that was uh, not to be released uh, mm-hmm. in terms of public information. But then he said that, obviously, on the record to JP, uh, that Warriors was his personal favorite, his number one choice, as he worded it to me. Um, I guess, does that surprise you that they had, uh, assuming that Dan still very much was in favor of Warriors, that they listen to the criticism that they understood the gravity and that they put aside their personal choices and personal favorites for the betterment and for the good of the future of the franchise. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's definitely a break from the trend that we seem to have had in the franchise over the, you know, the last however many years, but that's kind of the point, right? That's kind of the point with the hiring of, you know, Jason Wright, Julie Donaldson, you know, coach King, coach Rivera, like, you just you just go down the list of the moves that have been made in in recent you know history with this franchise, and it all kind of points to that new 
kind of way that this franchise is trying to go, this organiza- organization is trying to go where they're doing the right things because they're the right things to do, not necessarily because they're forced to or, you know, there's there's a big scandal that inspires it and maybe and, and a lot of people are kind of distrustful of it because there was a big scandal that motivated the whole thing. And, and I get that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we have to remember is, you know, all of the people who are in these jobs, I know there's a lot of criticism or, you know, rumblings that, you know, Jason Wright was hired for a specific reason. Julie Donaldson was hired for a specific reason, et cetera, et cetera. And those things definitely benefit the franchise. Don't get me wrong. Like that's just the real talk of it is those things are great for the aesthetics of it. But every single one of these people are very talented people and would have jobs elsewhere and did have jobs. Like none of these people were, you know, in the unemployment line, you know, uh, begging for handouts and begging for internships. These were all sought after candidates for these positions that they were in and, and absolutely earned the positions they're in in their life and in this franchise. So yes, while the aesthetics are positive for the team and that is a plus for them, they're also moving things in the right way with the right people. And I think this kind of just shows it because I like the name Warriors. Like, honestly, Red Wolves and Warriors would be my two favorites, but I get why they moved on from it. And sacrificing the personal desires for that greater organizational cause shows that this team has the right people in the right places. Absolutely. I'm with you. And speaking of Red Wolves and Red, uh, there was also a, a strong hint from JP earlier this week uh, that Red was not going to be a part of the new team name. But Jason Wright, the team president, made it clear, at least as of right, you know, he didn't completely eliminate it. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a part of the team name, but and certainly the way he answered it indicated that it, it might not, but he did not eliminate that. So that's one thing. And then real quickly, just as a news item that I kind of stumbled upon just as we were starting to record this uh, here late on Thursday night, three different variations of Red Wolves, spelled R-E-D capital W-O-L-V-E-S, and all together as one kind of word, because I, I, I think there's possible ways that you could do different things, Three different variations of Red Wolves trademarks have been abandoned within the last couple of weeks. I don't know if that tells us anything. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Just interesting that somebody had trademarks to Red Wolves and they abandoned them recently uh, because you have to kind of pay for the rights to obviously have a trademark and mm-hmm. you have to also sell products and uh, so on and so forth and prove that it's a viable uh, trademark. Uh, restrictions. So I just wanted to pass that uh, along. All right. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast, along with David Harrison. I'm Chris Russell. We'll come back and we'll preview the running backs as we get you set for training camp. And we're brought to you today in part by our friends over at rockauto.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you will need and, and I can tell you, I can testify directly to that because there is a car part that I was looking for and I wanted it now. I did not want to have to wait for it. And I went to multiple, multiple big box chain stores and they did not have it. So I ended up looking at places like rockauto.com. And that's where I found the part. So it's coming in the mail. I'm going to have to wait for it. But you know what? I found the part that I wanted instead of the other parts and the other specifications that I didn't necessarily want. So a little bit of patience and I'm going to get what I want. And also, I'm not going to spend 30, 50, maybe even 100% more for those same parts at those chain stores that I will at a place like rockauto.com because rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like me for over 20 years. And their prices are always reliably low for every customer. 
Go to rockauto.com, explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. And while you're there, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box, they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, David, you know how I'm going to celebrate the weekend? Well, I'll tell you. I'm going to celebrate with my new shipment from Built Bar. That's right, baby. I checked. It's coming on Friday. Yeah, I'm getting a whole big shipment, a triple choice box, a combination box, a variety box of different flavors. I got orange. I got peanut butter brownie. And I also got another flavor that I quite honestly forgot what I got, but all the flavors are so good that you can't go wrong with a built bar variety or combination box. And no matter what your favorite flavor is, whether it's orange, whether it's peanut butter, chocolate, whether it's double chocolate, mint brownie, David's favorite raspberry, cherry bar, whatever it might be, you are going to love your built bars. I also got the birthday cake with sprinkles, white chocolate one. Uh, the one that, um, uh, that you know that we've talked about, of course, on the on, on on this particular podcast. Yeah, it is one of the few flavors that has white chocolate. But here's the best part: they're all healthy for you. That's right, high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs. Amazing flavors, different varieties, all sorts of creativity. Try a grasshopper cookie, a raspberry, whatever you like. Get it now. And when you get it, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Final segment of the week here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison, at Russellmania61, at Pod, And we've been previewing... Uh, coming up to training camp, these position group battles and, and kind of what we expect from these position groups. And Chris, we're going to turn our attention to the running backs for today's episode. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, this is a, an interesting group in that, you know, we know Antonio Gibson going into year two should be even better than year one. The question for me and for every Washington football fan uh, is going to be, well, is he going to be Antonio Gibson before the injury or is he going to be Antonio Gibson after the injury or is he going to be able to stay healthy? And that's something that we just don't know. Uh, and he missed, you know, basically two and a half games last year uh, and wasn't really quite honestly, David, the same after the injury. Uh, clearly he should be healthier, better, all that stuff. He looked spry during OTAs for whatever that's worth. Uh, but you just never know when something's going to come up. So that's where their bread is buttered. I expect him to be better. I expect him to be used more as a receiver as well, not only out of the backfield, but also lined up in the slot wide receiver. And then you complement him with J.D. McKissick. And then the question becomes whether they take three running backs and it's Peyton Barber, the same three that they went through last year with for the most part, or whether they take four running backs and they take the undrafted kid, Jared Patterson, coming from the University of Buffalo. But if they only take three and it's Peyton Barber or Patterson, I don't know which way they go there because I can see them taking both guys. One gives you a little bit more wiggle and explosion in the young kid, Patterson, uh, but the other one gives you a really, really, really good nose for the short yardage situations that the team was a lot better at last year. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think, you know, coming into camp before things kind of start to, to settle themselves a little bit there, I think you have to give the edge uh, at least a little bit to, to Peyton Barber because Jared Patterson, I mean, in his, in his own right, very dynamic looking player, a lot of upside, a lot of potential and and all that. But he kind of does a lot of what Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick already do. It's it's like a different flavor, you know what I mean? But it's still ice cream at the end of the day where Peyton Barber brings a little bit of a different dynamic to the field. So I think that you you kind of need that balance. You, I think ideally you want to have a little bit of that balance. And, and to be quite honest with you, I was a little bit surprised uh, that the Washington football team didn't use a draft pick to address uh, the running back group, especially with, you know, like you just mentioned, the injury uh, that, that Antonio Gibson suffered and some of the fall off uh, from the running back group overall when that happened. And, and you look at the draft and and nothing against John Bates, like tight end depth, uh, especially to help out Logan Thomas is always going to be valuable. But guys like Chuba Hubbard and Kenneth Gainwell were both available when the when the Washington football team took John Bates and those two players could have complemented this running back room really, really well and made things very competitive down there and given the team a little bit more insurance against a, an injury or something like that. Because we already know, like J.D. McKissick, Peyton Barber, Lamar Miller, for, for what they do bring to the field, if, if if Antonio Gibson goes down again, this running back group is going to suffer uh, very significantly. And Jarrett Patterson, again, I mean, hey, we, we've seen undrafted free agents come out of nowhere before, so never say never. But the expectation right now, anyway, entering training camp, isn't going to be that if Antonio Gibson suffers another injury or a setback, that Jared Patterson come in and, and carry that group. Uh, and with the roster you've built and the veteran quarterback, it would be a real shame to see the offense kind of get handcuffed because of the lack of improved running back depth uh, across the board. But, you know, again, you hope that Antonio Gibson, one, is healthy, two, takes that next step in his career, and then J.D. McKissick, Peyton Barber bring that veteran presence, and then Jarrett Patterson, hopefully a youthful, young, uh, you know, joystick type of player who can really kind of open up some things for the play calling. Yeah, ultimately right now I would lean towards Patterson on the practice squad and Barber making it, quite honestly. Now, again, we'll have to see injuries and all of that, but I think they'll probably feel that they might be able to squeeze him through to the practice squad as an undrafted kid, small diminutive size, all that, you know, maybe he has a, a not great, uh, you know, run in the three preseason games and, and, and the film doesn't look, you know, tremendously poppy. Uh, the reason why I, I think that, again, is Peyton Barber really good on short yardage situations uh, and Ron and, and, and Scott Turner praised uh, Peyton Barber a lot. Obviously, they know him. Uh, they brought him here. He played for them last year. Um, and again, the one thing that I would worry about is, you know, if you're taking Patterson and he's got to be basically a primary running back, meaning because Antonio Gibson gets hurt, I don't know mm -hmm. if he's good enough and strong enough and big enough in pass protection. So I think that's going to hurt his chances ultimately of making the team unless they have no other choice. All right, that is... Uh, Going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Again, next week, we go back to five episodes a week. That's right. We will have plenty of content for you, plenty of preview uh, as we get set for Tuesday, July 27th in Richmond, Virginia. And then practices Wednesday, the 28th through Saturday, the 31st down in Richmond as well. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question or a topic you want us to discuss, send them in, lockwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockwftpod at gmail.com. Or how about this? Dial in on the voicemail line. Leave us your name 
where you're calling from, what your question, what you want to say, opinion, question, whatever it is, analysis, 301-615-3577, 301-615-3577. For David Harrison, I'm Chris Rosen. Thanks for listening. This is the Lock On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.